0: It is the Wave, ninety seven nine WHAV and on the line is Nate Robertson of the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission and Nate, good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Wynn. Happy to be here with you on WHAV.
0: Well, thank you very much. Um let me ask a question. Uh yesterday President's Day. Today uh the only I was trying to think of when the next time this would happen, but it's two twenty two twenty two. Has anybody brought that up to you yet today?
1: When you're you're the first to bring this up, uh, and the first I'm realizing this, so <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but uh, it means something.
0: It does mean something. I, in fact, I was trying to think if you know, would there ever be a three thirty-three, thirty-three? No, because uh, unless they changed how many days in a month, but it could be O three oh three
1: O three oh three 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 Yes. Yes, it could.
0: It could be, but uh, I won't be around to see that. Um,
1: Neither will I. <laughs> well,
0: anyway, the uh, the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission always up to something good. Always up to uh, a study here and a study there. And uh, and one of the things I wanted to talk about today is uh, you've been doing a a workforce survey of employers in the region, and um, and how's that progressing?
1: It's it's progressing really well um, for, for kind of the listeners who may not know uh, what we do. Um, I'm a community and economic development planner with the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission. The commission's is a the public nonprofit. We work with 15 cities and towns in the Merrimack Valley on issues related to the economy, uh, community development, environmental issues, transportation. Uh, we help put together strategic plans so that communities can plan for the future and, and if, uh, they want to plan well for the future. We need to know what's happening now. Um, the workforce report we did actually came out of a earlier report, which I'd love to give you a sneak peek on. It's our recovery and resiliency report, which took a look at what is happening um, in the local economy during the pandemic and what the current state of the local economy is. And there's some interesting facts and figures that came out of that analysis.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be great. What did you find out?
1: Well, no surprise to to many of your listeners um, that the pandemic economy, we saw hospitality and leisure industries here in the Merrimack Valley hit the hardest. Uh, That's been the slowest to recover. They saw the greatest number of job losses um, in those, in that industry, think restaurants, uh, tourism-based industries, hotels, things like that. Um, We saw that women, people of color, especially Latinos were hit the hardest because those are industries that employ a lot of women and people of color. Um, We saw industries that could go remote were more insulated, but that was not equal among communities. For instance, in Haverhill, 38% of Haverhill households were able to pivot to at-home work, um, whereas in Andover, we saw 46% of Andover households uh, being able to pivot to at-home work. So we begin to see the contours of how the pandemic affected different communities differently here in the Merrimack Valley.
0: Wow, that that uh, seems that, that's a big difference. That's um, if I do the the math quickly, that's like a, a third more in uh, in Andover than in Haverhill, Huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and it makes sense when you think about what jobs are in Andover and which jobs are in Haverhill and which which households are each. You know, they're different communities with with different sort of uh, uh, labor forces, um, and so we can sort of see how um, those communities our communities were were affected differently. Um, there were some interesting facts and figures on, on where we are today, um, which uh, which I think uh, sometimes we're all asking ourselves. We see a lot of mixed signals. Uh, we often hear on the news, things are good. And then we see at uh, the grocery store that things don't always feel good when we are paying for them um, uh, in terms of uh, the economic numbers. Mm-hmm. Um one of the the big takeaways we saw was that Massachusetts business confidence is actually up. It's at pre-pandemic levels. So businesses themselves are feeling very confident about the economy, which typically is a good thing. We he, also saw.
0: OK, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, do, do you have a reason for that?
1: Well, i I usually, uh, businesses don't like uncertainty. That's when they don't feel confident. Um, and with the pandemic waning with things relatively stable, sounds like businesses, Massachusetts businesses in particular are, are pretty confident about, uh, about what's going to go happen in the future. Um, so that means more investments. It usually means steadier planning, uh, ability to ramp up production, um, if the conditions on the ground are right. And here's where we start to see some some wobbling. We see that though labor force participation is up, um, we have historic job openings. We also have historic quit rates, increased early retirement, people switching jobs, a lot of sort of industry shuffle going on here in the local economy.
0: All right. Well, it's all that. Yeah, it's it's adding up to uh, to an interesting uh, analysis. What else do you have going on
1: there? Well, uh, we, we you know, I think we see this when even you go up and down 495 you see a lot of now hiring signs. Um, typically, uh, uh, you know, you don't see that, that level of hiring, and, and it certainly feels unique in where we are now. Um, a lot of this is due to what's available for workforce. Massachusetts typically leads New England in population growth, and you can think of population growth obviously leading to a solid workforce. But our population growth has significantly slowed recently in Massachusetts. And this slowdown is being led by a couple of things. For the first time, we have more deaths than births happening in Massachusetts. Um, Obviously, this is probably a result of the pandemic, which we've all been going through for the past two years. We've seen decreased international migration since 2017. We've continued to see a decrease in domestic migration. This is people moving out of the states who are already here. Um, All new population growth in Massachusetts actually comes from births and international migration. And so with the birth rate down and the death rate up and lower international migration, we are seeing uh, fewer and fewer people coming to Massachusetts, which leads to a tighter and tighter labor market.
0: You take a look at at all different angles. Uh, I, well, that's what the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission does. You take a look at, at everything, and then and then you question that too, right?
1: Yeah, we we try we try to give you know communities some clarity on, on what's going on, so that we can kind of create programming with the communities on, on how do we mitigate some of this stuff. Um, you know, workforce is the number one issue right now across industries, whether you are a manufacturer or whether you are a restaurant. We surveyed 30 of the employers, um, just kind of a handful, mainly manufacturers in the Merrimack Valley. Ninety-three percent said that workforce was a top challenge. Fifty-six percent said that they were reducing their productivity because of their challenges. And the major reasons cited for for barriers to bringing on new employees was pay as number one, and the cost of training, transportation, child care, and housing, all things related to pay, uh, following up um, as, as additional challenges. So there's some real challenges that are, our, our, you know, our, our, our workers and our employers are, are faced with, with this new economy, despite there being an optimistic uh, attitude by business owners and uh, positive outlook and confidence in the economic future.
0: Now, do you have recommendations on how to uh, get around these things?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We do have some recommendations. Um, increased, uh, workforce training opportunities is certainly something that could immediately help, uh, our, our employers, uh, training, um, underskilled workers to advance in their own fields or in training new workers to enter into fields which they not, might not be familiar with. And there's also longer term issues that we, that we need to take a look at. I would say all roads lead to housing. In in many scenarios, we see the cost of housing exploding, which leads to people leaving the region because they can't afford it. Um, And uh, with transportation being such a barrier and with the cost of living being such a barrier, it makes it very difficult for for employers to offer competitive wages. So quite simply, we need more houses. We need more places for workers to, to live in our communities.
0: Now, I wonder what uh, type of an effect that having uh, free bus service over the next couple of years, have you looked into how that might have any effect on anything?
1: I was absolutely delighted to see that the MVRTA, um, our, our partners in sort of many regional planning exercises, uh, uh, has has instituted free bus service uh, throughout the Merrimack Valley. Um, yeah, we hope that, and, and I think we, we strongly believe that that will help, folks move around the region a little bit easier um and certainly a little bit cheaper uh and so it's uh really exciting to see that as now a feature um I think for the next couple of years of our of our transportation system here
0: Now, uh, you know, the uh, Haverhill City Council, they've been in the uh, process of approving, I want to say, about six million uh, apartments (laughs) over the next couple of years. Um, Is that uh, the right type of housing that you see needed to, uh, to help with the workforce?
1: Absolutely, I think uh, you know we, we've seen population kind of go up year after year, and we've we've never seen housing production match that population increase. And this isn't unique to Haverhill; this is a, a problem we have across the East Coast entirely. Uh, we simply just don't produce enough housing, especially in Massachusetts. So, apartments are great, condos are great, homes are great. I would say homes of any and all sizes would be a welcome addition to our housing stock. Um, I did want to mention, um, aside from sort of longer term planning, that there are some uh, immediate opportunities before uh, small businesses in particular, the state um, is announced.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. What do you have there?
1: They'll be releasing uh, $75 million in grants to small businesses, and they're going to be releasing these grants through Mass Growth Capital Corporation. So this is an opportunity that they've done with federal money before, um, and they are doing it again, I think in in the coming days, so this will be for small businesses that were impacted by the pandemic. Um, and, and 75 million might sound like a lot when, but when you spread that across the state, that can go very, very quickly. So wanted to put it out there to your listeners, to any potential business owners that they can, um, keep an eye out for that. They can receive free individual assistance on the application. Um, we offer this through our Merrimack Valley Strong program and you can, uh, get paired with a local advisor who can walk you through that application at we dot com.
0: Ah, is is there a category for public radio stations in that in that pile of money?
1: You know, there's not a category, but we would uh certainly welcome you to uh to, to apply for that money. Uh, <laughs>
0: with... Um so Merrimack Valley Strong, that's the so um and the website for that again is
1: the website for for that is wearemv.com, MV meaning Merrimack Valley.
0: Okay, wearemv.com, terrific. All right, well, uh, Nate, you you are uh, a fountain of information. Anything else you'd like to add today?
1: No, no, I, I just wanted to give a quick you know quick update on the state of the economy and some uh, what's what's going on here, and happy to be a resource for you and your listeners. Well,
0: by all means, you you certainly are, and uh, yeah, we'll have to get you back uh, again sooner rather than later because uh, the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission. The, well, I, I know that you 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 do what you do, but but you have a a whole bunch of planners that are uh, focusing on on other areas too, don't you?
1: Oh, absolutely! Just wait till you get the transportation planners going. They've got a, a boatload of information uh, themselves. Uh, or maybe I should say a bus load. <laughs>
0: well hopefully they'll be on that, that uh that bus uh in, in Lawrence uh coming up on Monday. Hopefully they'll be there.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure I'm sure they will. And I will say thanks thanks again for getting me on your show. I got I love uh um seeing my morning schedule and seeing uh WHAV on it. It means I don't have to shave before uh, uh going to the meeting, so that's always nice.
0: I, I was gonna uh, mention that, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Hey, Nate, thank you so much, and I appreciate it. We'll get you back on, all right? All right. Thanks, Lynn. righty. Nate Robertson of the Merrimack Valley Planning Commission, our guest this morning. You're on the Wave 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Windham Damon. weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on
1: 97.9 FM WHAV.
0: Catch the Wave W.